But if we're thinking about how we treat people and how, are we going to be respectful people? Yeah. Respectful to myself? Yes. That could be a whole discussion. Yes. How do I respect myself? Yes. How do I respect you, my friend? Yes. And my family? Yes. How do I respect uh, the people in authority? Yes. Around me? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but really just the, again, at the bare bones, am I respectful? Yes. At all? Mm. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. So there you go. Uh, we have merch. We have beer. Let's dive in. Hey, I want to talk to Do we to have you. a topic? Yeah, I want to talk to you today about respect. Oh, is this one of those kind of talks? Do we need to, boy, that was a that was a big transition. Yeah. I want to talk about respect, namely okay. you respecting me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> just respect in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to get carried away with. Uh, we could go down. Um, what does the Bible mean when it talks about wives respecting their husbands? We can we can touch on that. But I really want to talk about just the concept of respect. Okay. Um, in society, yes. Uh, what does it mean to be? respected or to give someone respect yes yes um what would you say if someone asked you that question boy there's a lot to that to give someone respect i think it is to boy that's that you're putting me on the spot i haven't thought about this yeah so my first thought is to treat someone or something because you can give respect to a thing yeah you know or Mm -hmm. uh or even to a to a uh, place to a time right to to give a person, place, time, the um, attitude that it deserves because of what it is or who it is. Yeah. That's my, uh, well, that's super yeah. general, isn't it? But you know, no, I think that's it, good. There's something I, about appropriateness for yeah, exactly. status or for position or for quality or virtue, you know, those kinds of things. Uh-huh. What what is going on here? You know, because you yeah. can, you know, respect the, uh, you know, res- being respectful at a funeral, or uh, that's an occasion, right? right. Or being respectful at um, Good Friday service, or being respectful right. to um, the elders of the church, or being respectful to, uh, you know, there's all yeah. different ways to, to think about respect. Yeah, and and some of that is tied to cultural norms and what, Indeed, the, sure. what the group you know thinks is respectable or is intolerable, like at a, a funeral. Sure, yeah. uh, or what is respectful, right? So, right. Um, how do you show respect? I think that is very culturally driven, mm-hmm. very culturally driven, right? Someone who wears a yeah. clown costume to a funeral is that's disrespectful. To um, us, for sure. To us, right. for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I think about, I don't know about clown costumes, but the um, kind of parade and celebrational music that happens um, in New Orleans yeah. uh, for funerals would be very disrespectful in other cultures, in most other cultures for funerals, hmm. but it's, but is eminently respectful in that culture. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about this in terms of its basic, the most basic uh, unit. Okay. And when it comes to people, you know, I think about, them being image bearers of God, right? Yeah. And we've talked about that. But even, like you said, it's not just people, how we respect people, which I think we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. Um, But when I was a kid, I remember playing with a friend of mine who was uh, his family. I mean, he's one of my oldest friends. I remember way, way, way back. Yep. uh, Before even going to elementary school. 
Uh, we grew up in, in neighborhoods right next to each other, went to the same swimming pool, knew his family, you know, the, the duration. Yeah. They were the most liberal family I had ever known. Okay. Um, and they were very creative. They were uh-huh. definitely, the parents were definitely hippies from the 60s. Gotcha. And uh, me and the son, we, we ran through the creeks and we made all kinds of, of games up. Sure, and, sure. Yeah. Well, one thing that we did is we, we got our hands on a camera, um, you know, an old beta camera back in the day. Yeah. And we were making videos, and some of those videos had us destroying things, as boys like oh, to do. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember the mother of this family uh, saw our our recent creations in our videos, and when we got to this thing where we were destroying things, she she really started fussing at us mm. for being destructive. Mm-hmm. And I, I had never heard anyone complain about that before mm. or since, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, to me, it was, it was just they're just objects or something. Sure. Right? But she said there's a connection between the way you treat things and the way you treat people mm. um that that if you're destructive towards things you you're you're gonna you know there's some sort of truncation of human compassion yeah perhaps okay okay um or you know it's it has to do with how you develop and think about people and i thought when i when she started fussing about this i thought she was nuts yeah but it's it's stayed with me all these years interesting yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and i think there's something really to that okay and i've i've done sermons about people having a critical spirit, um, how they attack other people. And we know that, that as Christians, we disagree with that. But we can also do that with, with a person's work. Sure. Um, even if they're not around, somehow we think it's somehow better or safer. Like, yeah. man, look at this road. Who made this road? They must uh-huh. be an idiot. Uh-huh. Right? It comes from the same heart yes. of trying to elevate myself. Yes. Of trying to cover my emptiness. Yes. By criticizing something, yeah. so then you can you can go a step further and you can criticize even inanimate objects, yeah, or like plants. You know, th- this this tree is ridiculous. Uh-huh. It's a stupid tree. Yeah, um, and it, there's something about it that is still about me. Yes, and my uh, pathologies. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, or this rock, something that's not even alive, right? Right. It's completely inert. Yeah. This is the dumbest rock I've ever seen. Right. But yeah. as soon, you can hear the tone and the, the, the I, I need to feel like I can condemn something. I can judge something, sit in judgment on something else. Yeah. And say what's right or wrong about it. Uh-huh. Because I am at that, I'm at that special level to right. do that. Right. I think that's the heart yes. of disrespect. Mm. And so I think about respect at its lowest level towards people, um, but even the rocks, like even the stewardship of, of the earth, yes. is saying this belongs to God. Yes. And I didn't make it. Right. I don't sustain it. Yeah. I'm a part of this, this thing that he's doing. Yeah. He's called me to certain vocations and responsibilities. Yeah. But I think respect... At the base level, uh, is there a God? Is there not? Yeah. And if there's a God, I need to respect what he's made. Yes. And the, the laws that he's put into into place. Right. Like gravity. Can you disrespect gravity? You'll have a hard lesson if you try. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so when it comes to people, it's like basic human dignity. Right. And, you know, I, th- I think I see this really well in like a prison yard. Okay. Where uh, they don't have anything... To, there's no status uh, other than the gang system and the status they try to construct, yeah. right? But everyone is is an individual, and you must issue respect to everyone, or you're you might get in trouble. Oh yeah, you might get uh, beaten up or worse. So I hear. So I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Only one of us here has been in prison. 
<laughs> and that was me for a whole day. Um, yeah. What was that? Yeah, that's another story for another day. I was in Mexico. I had a car accident. Okay. I got to hang out in jail for for a day. I have I, have I never prisons, talked about this but... in the podcast. No. I'll have to tell that story. You've never podcast. told me about this. Yeah, I, I'm sure I've told you this. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's starting to ring a bell. It's right? starting yeah. to ring a bell. Yeah, so um, uh, there were no other inmates with me uh, where I was, thankfully. There was one guy who was, who was okay, homeless. Okay, okay, let's put this in a bonus episode. Yeah. But um, <laughs> back to what I was saying. Okay, yeah. Uh, in the prison yard, it's like every person has to respect every other person, and you have to stand up for yourself and issue that respect, like demand yeah. that respect. Yeah, yeah. And you have to give it or you'll be punished, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, that's that to me is like a very primal sure. sort of um, yeah. one-to-one ratio of how you're going to treat other people. You're going to respect me, I'm going to respect you. Yeah. Or we're going to have trouble. Yeah. Um, but it goes so much further in terms of the image bearer, yeah. right? As far as dignity to people. Yeah. Think about someone who's, who's uh, handicapped yeah. mentally or physically. And we want them to uh, to have vocation. We want them to be a part of society. There may be a place where we have to extend mm-hmm. um, this, uh, you know, extra extra sacrifice uh, for the job that they're doing. But in there, there's some respect being given. Absolutely, right? Like yes. validation of yes. your image bearing. Right. You are you are a real person made in the image of God. And you need to be treated as such. Yes. And that has implications for all kinds of stuff, yes. right? Uh-huh. Um, uh, providing opportunities for people, like uh-huh. I just mentioned, um, encouraging people, absolutely, uh, supporting them, loving them, being generous, helping people find education, yes. and opportunities, um, vocation, housing, all that, all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? And and that that's more of a proactive uh-huh. respect of life mm-hmm. around you mm-hmm. than simply. Uh, hey, you know, um, I want to respect the the image bearer of, uh, God, you know, God's image in man. So we're not going to do euthanasia, mm-hmm. uh, and we're not going to murder people. Sure, and you know all the negatives. These are things we're not going to do because right. of our respect for God. Uh, you know, we we had a bonus episode where we talked about burials. That's right. How are we going to bury people? Right. Well, the respect. Of, of what God has done in humanity that's right is brought to bear in that yeah. conversation right yeah we, talk we talked about, about respecting a human body even when it's dead um, in a, in a, to uh, because of what it is right even though the life has gone out of it it's still right. a human body right yeah yeah and that's one of our bonus episodes you can you can become a patreon supporter and, and listen to that and all the other that's bonus right. episodes uh, but how we treat prisoners yeah. and criminals yeah um, all kinds of Things are brought to bear in terms of how we respect people. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, like I said, it goes further to even inanimate objects with that critical spirit. Yeah. Um, with that judgment yes. piece. Um, and, you know, we talk about society. We also need to talk about just war mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, all those kind. We had a, an episode on just war. Sure. And we're not going to rehash that. Yeah. Um, but... If we're thinking about how we treat people and how are we going to be respectful people? Yeah. Respectful to myself? Yes. That could be a whole discussion. Yes. How do I respect myself? Yes. How do I respect you, my friend? Yes. And my family? Yes. How do I respect uh, the people in authority? Yes. Around me? Mm-hmm. Um, but but really just the again, at the bare bones, am I respectful? Yes. At all. Mm. At the at the very base level, yes. Do I do I look around and say this is a wonderful creation, mm. and and God has and I don't understand His ways, yeah. And I don't understand human suffering, and yeah. I don't. There's a lot that we don't understand, yeah. 
But I do know that God made the rocks. Yes. And if the rock looks dumb to me, I need to, to evaluate what's going on with me. Right. Right. Something's happening inside of me. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of the call I see is to is to be people of respect. Um, and not so much uh, a respecter of persons or status, as you were saying earlier. I think that's part of it. Sure. But I want to talk about just more of that fundamental basement layer. Yeah, that makes sense. Being being respectful people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I think part of the... One of the things I want to flesh out is how do I know if I'm being respectful or how... And um, If you're a leader, for example, yeah. um, and you tell uh, your army... To go to war. Uh-huh. Have you ever been to war? Hmm. Have you ever served in that position? If you're the CEO of a company, did you come up through the company, starting with cleaning the bathrooms and doing the mailroom, or some kind of menial task that has to be done in your company that you understand all the parts of that company? I think that's more than just wise. I think it's showing respect for all those positions in your company. Hmm. Mm. Um, and just having that intimate knowledge. Okay, so that's pretty rare. And yeah. actually, people are... Um, Often, great leaders are gifted in things that are, are you know, they're not uh, in the lower levels. You know, we got specializations, right? Yeah. So, and certainly in an army, someone who's sending an army off to, to war, there are so many different roles and jobs and positions. It's impossible for someone to fill all those roles. You know, I, I guess that's true, but I, I think that it, you take someone who's been a, a, a boy king in France, you know, Louis. Uh, I see what you're saying. Never been to war, yeah. right? Never came up through the ranks. That's different. Uh, thinks he has divine right and power. That's And he different. exploits it and uses people, and there's no respect for the people out there who are, who are trampling in the blood, in yeah. the garments rolled in blood. As compared right. to someone who came into the military as a low-level person, worked their way up, and while they haven't done many jobs and maybe they ran up to the ranks really quickly or maybe they went to college and started off mm-hmm. as an officer but a low-level officer and worked up, a respectful person like that is going to go and meet with the troops and listen to them and, and see what they're doing and learn from mm-hmm. them in, in ways that are meaningful and then right. have that impact the way they make decisions. Yes. And so I think I'm tying respect with that, that kind of humility. Yes. yes that yes, appreciation yes. for others, the yes. appreciation for life in yes. general and for creation in general. Yes. yes. And say, so I'm not going to rush into things that are destructive. Yes. Uh, just like me destroying whatever it was we were breaking as a kid and, and my friend's mother throwing a fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there are implications about my soul that I was unaware of. Mm-hmm. I think she's right about that. Could be yeah. right about that. I yeah. see what you're saying, but right. there are like destroying. You know, um, anytime you burn, um, make a bonfire, you're destroying things. You know, there's there's lots of destruction that is it is not. I think. Yeah, I think the difference here was was more like a violent uh, demonstration, right? You take something, yeah. you're smashing it. It's really. Um, I think when you said it, it's tied to humility, I think that's that's a great way to say it. Is right. that um, uh, you can do all kinds of things. Uh, humbly, and you can do those same exact things arrogantly. Right. And uh, the attitude is all that's important. Yeah. It, not all that's important. It, it is all it's, it's, it's it's so a, important. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Undercover Boss? Uh, I, I've seen clips from it, like right. on YouTube. I, I've seen several episodes of it. It's not something I watch all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, everything that I've seen on that, this is kind of the same storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A boss goes undercover, and he works with the, the, the me- most menial task in the company. Right. And he sees what kind of employees he has. Right. And it's it's kind of like, a, a, I'll catch you uh-huh. bad-mouthing the company right. or, or slacking off. But inevitably, the boss really learns a lot yeah. about his own company, about his own people, about their own needs. 
needs, and he has somehow been disconnected from totally. their lives, that's right? right. That's and right. that's that's they have, and it, it works well for television because there's lots of drama and there's tears sure, and they sure, learn sure, personal sure. stories. Yeah. But there's 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 growth. Oh yeah, and that has to do with relationship, uh-huh. and I think just this basement layer of respect yeah. that I think is kind of missing in society. Yeah. In a society that, that really values people who can pretend like they're something they're not, actors, uh-huh. um, or certain artists, you know, filmmakers, or uh-huh. th- those people that, that the, the celebrity status. Yeah. And that has its own animal, right? Yeah. That to yeah. be a celebrity. What does that really mean? Right. Um, it's got this this royale kind of garbage mixed in. It's right? terrible. Yeah. So, um, uh, but... If you reduce people to just basic entities yeah. in the reflection of God, yeah. no matter what they're doing, yeah. there's something uh, that, that's really powerful there. Yeah. Um, and, there's, and it is humbling. Mm-hmm. And people hate humility. Mm-hmm. People want to be valued. They mm-hmm. want to be the judge. Mm-hmm. They want to sit in condemnation over mm-hmm. something and say, this rock is stupid, that tree is ridiculous, this road wasn't built right. right. You have problems. You have issues. Yeah. That oh, makes yeah. me feel better about myself. Right. And and there I think there's a freedom in Jesus, a freedom in the gospel to say we are all sheep of his flock. Yeah. We're all creatures. Yeah. We're all at the same level just carbon and hydrogen and oxygen and God has has created us into something wonderful. Yes. And we need to appreciate that in one another. Yeah. And we need to appreciate the creation around us. Yeah. And uh so let me give you a point of application. Okay. We've talked about this before, but I, I didn't tell you why. Yeah. Okay. Um, we were talking about hunting. Oh, yeah. I had a season where that I was That was a long time ago. Yeah. We haven't talked about that in a while. That was in our first year of episodes. Yeah. Um, and I was challenged by a, a vegan that, uh, hey, you get meat that's, uh-huh. been, that's been slaughtered and processed and bought in a grocery store. You don't even know what you're eating, what part of the animal it came from. You don't know what the animal's life was like. You don't know. You just go to the store and you buy this meat and you consume it. Yeah. And that is a lack of respect. Yeah. And mm. I took that to heart. Mm. And so I decided, well, I'm not going to stop eating meat because they're trying to convince me to be a vegan. I wasn't going to do that. Sure. Um, but I thought, you know what? They're right. I need to know what most of human history has had to do. I I uh, procured weapons to hunt. Yep. Uh, clothing to hunt. Yep. I learned about uh, smells and uh-huh. um, you know wind draft and yeah uh, all that kind of stuff. I learned yeah. how to uh, find a trot line where uh-huh. animals are moving. Yeah. Rubs where you know, antlers have been on trees. Yeah. Um, scratches in the ground. I knew to find uh, what, what kind of food. Where's the water source? Yeah. I learned all that kind of information and I and I applied it. Yeah. And I went out and I uh, made my first kill, mm-hmm. and that was a debacle. And I've told that story. Yes. Uh, when I was hunting, I was That's hunting worth a squirrel. Going back and right? finding. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, go back and listen to that debacle. Yeah. Um, but then I, you know, I went and, I, and a, an older uh, neighbor showed me how to process the animal. Yeah. Which is nasty. It uh, is. We're scooping out warm guts, and uh-huh. there's blood, and you know you're yeah. peeling the skin off the animal, and yeah. then you're you're cutting the animal into pieces. And I mm-hmm. took it home, and I cooked it, and it smelled, mm-hmm. you know, because it was wild, and right, it was a gamey flavor because yeah. it wasn't like you know the, the domesticated, and and I ate it, and and I've, and I think that I've I learned a lot through that experience. Sure, I think that it it gave me a, not only a healthy respect for what most of humanity has had to do to procure meat, yeah, but the the actual taking of an animal's life yes and the butchering of its body yes and the cooking yes. and the eating the whole process yeah i think was a worthy endeavor that, that that gave me understanding 
and therefore better stewardship yes. of the earth. Yes. And I think all people ought, who you want to eat meat, I think you ought to have an experience like that. Mm. I think that it would, uh, do you have to? No. But I think it would give you a greater uh, respect yeah. for uh, pioneers, people mm-hmm. who have gone before us, mm-hmm. um, the people who process our meat and grow and our meat. And for the animals. And that, for the animals themselves. That we eat, yeah. And the cost of just going to the store and getting that packaged meat. Yeah. You know, what What all is happening behind the scenes. Yeah. And then it, it makes you a more conscientious person. Yeah. And I think that that, that humility slash giving of respect, Yeah. Um, I think it's something, to me, it's like, it, it's um, exponential, yeah. right? You learn it in this field, and then you start to apply it in this field, and then you figure it out in that field, and then your whole life begins to change. Because it really is about who you are. It's not about right. how you eat. Right. It, it, I mean, it is about that, but it's about who you are as you eat, and who you are as you eat is the same person that you are in doing everything else in your life. Yeah. And you learn not to take things for granted. Right. Um, and that, I think, is respect. Yeah, totally. Respecting God's creation and, um, and, and resources. Yeah. You know, what, what, how, what resources are there? How limited are they? How yeah. hard is it to get them? Right. Who's being exploited to get those resources? What are they being used for anyway? Right. Is it something good? Right. All those kinds of evaluation questions, yeah. I think, come to bear. And if you can do that with humility and, and giving uh, that, that kind of generous heart to yeah. everything around you. Uh-huh. I think that's being more in the mind frame of God, yes. more in the mind frame of Jesus, more of a gospel-saturated person in a way that the church isn't thinking about when they mm-hmm. think of gospel saturation. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, the, uh, there's so much I want to... I mean, there's, yeah. there's a lot here. Right. This brings to mind, uh, when you say about humility and respect, um, when, you and, when you and I were in seminary together, and I graduated... I think we graduated at different times, but anyway, uh, I was about to say we graduated together, but... Uh, so I got my Master's of Divinity degree, and right. you are also a Master of Divinity. Um, <laughs> I have the sword to prove it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, My battle cat. And I went off uh, shortly after that and uh, started an internship as a hospital chaplain. And I remember going in with all of my uh, vast knowledge of Greek and Hebrew and... Yeah, uh, right. You know, uh, historical theology and and yeah. Calvin's Institutes and uh, you know we could go on Can't and on. Can't sit and on. here. <laughs> <laughs> Seats taken. Yeah, right. <laughs> and 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 in my internship, as I'm, you know, had to have these supervisor these these two um, elderly um, uh, ministers of the gospel uh, who were supervising me and and a bunch of other um, young whippersnappers as well. And uh, I remember one of them saying to me, um, do you think, this was after he was frustrated with my um, arrogance and, uh-huh. and hubris, he said, do you think that when you go into a hospital room as a chaplain that you are bringing Jesus to that person? Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked right into the trap. I yeah. said, yes, of course. Yeah. I'm the chaplain. Right. He said, do you think Jesus is not already there? Of course, you're bringing him with you, right? but he's been at work with this person for a very long time. Right. And if you think that uh, you can bring in Jesus without discovering what he's already doing right. with this person, uh, you have something to learn here. Yeah. And that has stayed with me. That was, you know, 15, more than 15 years ago. That stayed with me, 
you know, until now. And that's that kind of respect. There's something else going on. I, I, I don't know everything. And yeah. every person I, every person I encounter, I assume has something to teach me right? and something I can learn and, and some beauty I can enjoy. And, uh, that's part of the respect. That's right. Right. The, this, this road, who was the idiot that created this road? Well, you know, that idiot uh, probably um, was under all kinds of constraints that they didn't really want to be right. under. They probably and, had to solve problems that you're unaware of. And right. there's, there's all kinds of laws and regulations for safety. Right. Um, they know more about road building than I do. I'm sure about that. Right. Um, and they're frustrated by competing values as well as they're creating it. There are so many things in that road yes. that I'm unaware of. Now, maybe it, maybe it is a foolish road. But there's no way that I could know that in the moment. Right. And that kind of arrogance to say, this this rock is stupid. Who put this rock here? You know, right. whatever. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, That's an ugliness. It's an it, ugliness. And it is an anti-gospel, anti-godness. That's right. That's from our sin nature. That's right. And people need to wrestle with that. That's right. That's right. And you think about that in terms of... Oh, but I feel it. I mean, it's oh, still absolutely. with me. Absolutely. It's still with me. <laughs> um, you think about people who say they're going to move into a poor neighborhood yeah. and be salt and light. <laughs> You, yeah. you better. You think you know what you're doing, um, and you think you've got this this uh, you know the great white hope going into some poor black oh, neighborhood. If Come on, if, if that's your you know if you're going yeah, into a, a black right. neighborhood, that's right. Um, uh, or people who uh, who on missions. Yeah, they go on a missions trip and they think they've they you know they're assuming as maybe some kind of wealthy majority culture that they have goods to bring and yeah. spirituality to bring. They have no idea the kind of spirituality that's already there. Or what mm-hmm. you said, God's already at work. You need to discover that. Yeah, um, I've uh, applied to jobs uh-huh. where, uh, so there's a job I really, really wanted yeah. as a pastorate, mm-hmm. uh, um, and I thought for sure it was for me. I uh, know some specific job you're yeah, talking about. And, and, you shouldn't and, say yeah, it on the I'm air. I'm not going to say it on the air. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, and most of the committee thought the job was for me, yep. but there's a handful of people who thought that I didn't provide enough vision yeah. for how I was going to advance the church. Yeah. And my point was, how could I possibly know that now? Yeah. You're inviting me in to be a, a leader in your community, and I've never lived here among this neighborhood. Sure. And done the, you know, so I need to be a student first. Yeah. And that's what I told the search committee here. Yeah. They understood. I gave them some ideas, yeah. some of which are, are being brought to bear. Yeah. Um, but others have not, yeah. right? And, mm-hmm. and that's because I had to learn Mm-hmm. What's going on with the people here? What their mm-hmm. gifting is? What mm-hmm. God's doing in, in Bowling Green? And there's a lot that you have to assess with humility, mm-hmm. and that's just just showing respect for what's already going on yeah. and God's agenda in Bowling Green, or what's already happening in people's lives. Yeah. I'm not the answer man. That's I'm right. not a fix-all of any kind. Um, and so, yeah. So then, uh, we can take this, and we can, you know, I mentioned uh, wives respecting your husbands. That's yeah. a very, uh, you know, uh, disputed verse in the mm-hmm. Bible that causes a lot of in- inflammation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, I think, the word typically is translated <laughs> submit. <laughs> yes, um, it, uh, submission and respect. Uh, you know, they're they're pretty close, right? Yeah, there's, right. A, there's an idea of, and I think that's related to uh, the commandment: honor your father and mother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The honoring, mm-hmm. respecting are very similar, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a kind of yielding, yeah. uh, a humility that has to be involved. And right? theologians throughout the ages have said that that commandment refers not only to your relationship with your parents, but to authority in general. Right. Yep. The way that not coveting your neighbor's wife and house right. and field 
is about coveting in general, not just those specific things. Yeah. But it's about honoring and respecting authority wherever you find it, in the and, and government and, with, and, and the police. And the, yeah. yeah. And then you also extend that to the Eighth Commandment, thou shalt not steal. Yes. Um, that, that means that you are to honor what someone else has right. mm-hmm. as their own. That's mm-hmm. not yours. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm coveting what they want. Well, that's a command about <laughs> that's that, another, too. Yeah. Um, and so there's a, there's a place of just issuing respect yeah, there's, and accepting your lot in life. That's right. You know, um, this has—quite uh, honestly, this I, I had trouble um, in my own mind— It. it um, it was all in my heart. There wasn't a whole lot of action here, but I struggled in my own mind to uh, okay. So honor the proper authorities. God has put them in place. Yeah. Well, when we had a uh, person as president who was very, very dishonorable, right, and disrespectful, um, and didn't deserve respect, and yet, yeah, in a place of authority, boy, that was again practically it didn't mean right. a whole lot to me, but. Man, just I could feel yeah, in my it, heart. Yeah, like, it bothers your sensibilities. There's something totally. wrong That's there, right? right? There's something, something wrong. off. That's right. You take someone like John McCain, mm-hmm. who was a conservative, and liberals hated his policy, yeah. but they had to issue him respect he, because he, yeah. he sacrificed for his country. He was a prisoner of war and was tortured, yeah. and he understood that he's not going to just send guys into war yeah. without knowing the cost. He's actually a great example. When you think about respect, he had um, his own views for sure, and he was a conservative. There's no uh-huh. question about that. But he was also a, someone who was very, very respectful to all people, yeah. as best as I could tell. There, you can probably come up with examples where he wasn't, but um, he was a very, very honorable and respectful person. That's right. And that's the kind of guy. You know, I, I, when I look at who is going to be president, I'd like to see military service, mm. not because I want mm-hmm. them to be a part of the military industrial complex. Um, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but because they have that sort of respect for life and death and warfare, and especially a guy who's been tortured for our mm-hmm. country, mm-hmm. Um, and he knows the cost of war. Yeah, that's more the reason why. Don't you don't run in and throw throw bombs around. Yeah, without without real serious thought, humility, and compassion. Yeah, right. Yeah. Showing respect for other countries and nations in their their issues, yeah. as I think ought to be done by other countries. And right. that's the problem, is that when people don't, what do you do? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. you can't, uh, I don't, I think that defeats the whole pacifist argument. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, pacifism is a great thing. Sure. Um, but people don't abide by it, so. Right. <laughs> I, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I've said many times, I'm very close to a pacifist. I'm not a pacifist, right. but I'm close to right. that. It doesn't work. You can't be, yeah. mm-hmm. right? I mean. Well, you can't, there are you people can, who are yeah. pacifists. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think given the right, um, opportunities, that would change, is my belief. Fair enough. Yeah. You may be right about that. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, yeah, with, with, um, with husbands and wives, there's, like I said, there's, there needs to be a basic respect given to both parties. Uh, but I think the difference there is in the gender, Mm -hmm. um, the way you respect your wife is different than the way the wife respects the husband. Mm. And we've talked about that kind of thing before, and I don't want to necessarily rehash it. Mm-hmm. But if uh, any of our listeners out there want to uh, want got- to follow this, this put it back in the hopper. We can bring it back out and kick it around. But um, if if both people in a in a marriage have that that base level of respect, yes, which means humility, which means yes. thinking about the other person yes. and and seeing God in that person and mm-hmm. that person's gifting and mm-hmm. how God's going to use them and they mm-hmm. have their own mm-hmm. uh, calling, so to speak. Mm-hmm. How does that work together? Mm-hmm. Um, I do, you know, I do believe in roles. Yeah. 
and a marriage and and um, but the if both parties are doing that basic level of respect yeah i think that that role delineation becomes very very small i think that's right almost insignificant mm-hmm. um, or it can i mean the different yeah. couples are different right but yeah that's i mean when you think about um when i go to a worship service um you as my pastor i show respect to you and i show respect to the uh you know, I'm thinking of a, a little baby that is at, at church that I like a lot, um, from you know the, one of our friends. Yeah, and I and I respect her differently than I respect you, and I can respect both, but I treat sure. you, the two of you, very very differently because you're di- yeah, not just because you're yeah. different people, but you have different positions, you have different roles in my life, you have right. different authority, you have different whatever. And so, if men and women, husbands and wives, are different then respect for each is going to look different because you right. do it differently. Right. And, and by the way, while we're wrapping this up, yeah. uh, skipping a rock is not being disrespectful to the rock. You know. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, throwing a rock through a window, you're disres- disrespecting somebody, right? Uh, taking a rock and smacking it with a hammer, is that being disrespectful to the rock? Well, are you trying to find fossils? Is there a geode in there? Yeah, I you think all like, of these things. This, it's, it can get crazy yeah, in, in people's applications. Just about but, any action you can think of... Uh, Hmm. I think just by any action you can think of, you can think of a way of doing it respectfully and think of a way of doing it disrespectfully. Right. There's probably extremes where that are... Right. Uh, so I'm talking about... When, I, when I'm talking about rocks, I'm not talking about uh, how you use those rocks so much as how you think about yourself. In relationship to the rock. To the rock. And, and just, am I, am I trying to condemn anything, yes. something? And yes, I, I yes, just yes. pulled a rock as an example. Well, and if you're, gonna be, if you're disrespectful to people, you will be disrespectful to a rock at some point. Right. And that's... You know, and vice versa. Or you see kids that, that, that kill animals, and there's yeah. a big red warning fly, flag flying there. Unless yeah. they are shooting it with a gun and clean it and gut it, mm-hmm. cook it, and eat it. Right. right? That's different. Right. And so, yeah, there you go. There's a great example. But is there a disrespectful way of killing animals? Absolutely. Very right. disrespectful. Right. And is there a respectful way of doing it? Right. Yes, there and, is. And, and, and why are they doing it? Because of something inside. Exactly. Them. Some kind of thing that needs to be... That needs to be healed. That's right. Inside. That's right. So, I like the way you say it. I think it's both. Uh, that that's one of those things that is both uh, something that needs to be healed and something that needs to be forgiven. Uh huh. There is sin, and then there's also a wounding there. Yeah. And it's both. Right. Thankfully, we have uh, a savior. Amen. Thankfully, we have a gospel. Yes. And uh, and we have the image of God upon us, and we should issue respect uh, in all directions. Therefore, so thank you, God. Thank you. I'm going to respect this beer right now. That's right. It's delicious, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Hopper Podcast Hoppers, we've got bonus episodes for you. You asked for them, we got them. More Hopper goodness. We're actually growing quite a catalog of excellent bonus episodes that are off our regular format. Like hilarious stories that aren't quite appropriate for our regular podcast. Yep, and bonus interviews with some of our favorite guests. Okay, okay, already. How can I access these great things? Just tap or swipe on the Purple Hopper podcast cover art on your podcasting app and find the show notes. Follow the link to sign up for just $5 a month. Uh, Of course, we're always looking for more. You can get the past and future bonus episodes. And you'll be supporting independent podcasters promoting thoughtful, compassionate, nuanced Christian commentary. Yes, podcasting isn't always that easy, so we need more help. Thanks for your support. Willie, I turned 50. 
Did you Happy know that? birthday. I yeah. did know that. Yes, I you just turned 50. Officially old and over the hill. Yes, you are way... You, <laughs> I know you just turned 50, but I think you caught... Right. 50, your yeah. your uh, biological age caught up with the rest of your age. Uh. <laughs> That's right. I uh, had that back herniation when I was uh, 41. Yeah. And I tell people I went from 40... To seventy one, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like skip thirty years. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so uh, well, happy birthday, friend. Well, thank you. I wasn't looking for a happy birthday, but I wanted to tell you about the, some of the gifts I got. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a diffuser for whiskey. Do you know what that is? You, you got a look on your face that says, "I don't know." Sure, I know what this is. Okay. I, I, I kind of know what a diffuser is. Yeah. So but for whiskey, yeah, yeah. So check this out. Okay. Um, you pour whiskey in a glass. And I'm then, with you so far. That so sounds far, good. Yeah. And then you take um, certain woods, uh, cherry wood, apple wood, pecan wood, oak wood, yeah. and you put it in a, uh, a device that has a, a screen, and you torch it so that it smokes. Okay. And so the, the wood smoke, smokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The smoke goes down into the glass. Okay. And the uh, the flavor of the smoke kind of uh with your your smell uh-huh. and I don't know you know what it does with the actual taste buds but certainly with the smell uh-huh. it changes the flavor profile of that whiskey okay so you can take a so you're in like like getting the wood smoke yes smell slash flavor into the liquid whiskey well or, or at least in your nose in the glass, okay. Oh, it changes the the taste profile because taste is part of it smell. Oh, of is part course, of, taste, of course, yeah. huge, yeah. And so, if you can't taste, you don't. If you can't smell, you don't taste very well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it, it changes the flavor profile of the whiskey. Yeah. And there are all these different woods that you can burn and diffuse that smoke into your. Whiskey. And so the smoke stays in the glass it, in the it cup. Stays, it stays in the cup, and as you as you oh, bring it up, you, oh, you oh, oh, kind of oh, blow I it see. out. You know, you can get it out of your way, but it will definitely. Alter the flavor of that whiskey. Okay, and in my opinion, it makes it smoother. Yeah, uh, and so uh, and that kind of smoky flavor. If you don't like it, if you don't like the smell of smoked things, maybe this isn't for you. Okay, but uh, for those of us who do, yeah, like, I don't know if you've ever been around a smoker that's been cooking a nice pork butt or something, mm. or some beef brisket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. That's right? good stuff. That smells great. Real good. Uh, and so this this is a, a way that that. You can personalize your whiskey preferences. Wow. Yes. So you can think of all the endless possibilities. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. all these different woods and all these different whiskeys, and mm-hmm. you can change the profiles. I also got a whiskey infuser. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is you take whiskey and you pour it in a smaller glass, mm-hmm. and then you put uh, additives to it, and you let it soak. Okay. We have a friend uh, that we've interviewed, Jim. He does this with bacon grease. Oh, right. So he cooks bacon. He pours the grease into his whiskey. Yeah. He lets it sit uh, and and just kind of infuse that bacony flavor uh-huh. into the whiskey. Uh-huh. Then he puts it in the refrigerator or freezer and lets the, the whiskey uh, will not will not freeze, right? Uh-huh. But the right. fat will coagulate, and he can um, he can pull that coagulated fat out of the way. Uh-huh. Um, and then- yeah. And, Filter the whiskey, and it's got that it's got that bacon yeah flavor, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. The first batch he did that he he gave me was a little bit too bacony, too much bacon, too for much you. bacon, and then he backed off, and right. it was better. Well, and you can you can always add more whiskey to that if it's too strong. Oh yeah, or you could not soak it as long. Sure, right? There are different ways that you oh, can. Oh, he figured it so, out. So again, there's an infinite 
Possibly. Oh yeah. So I got this kit. It's got uh, it's got vanilla wood. It's oh, my got goodness. oak wood. It's got chocolate. It's got cocoa beans. Oh. It's got chilies. It's got orange zest and uh, okay. Yeah. So I can. I've got two of them brewing right now. Yeah. I say brewing. They're just sitting yeah. on a shelf. Right. Right. I'm letting that, that flavor in. They're steeping. Infuse. Yes, they're steeping. One is uh, um, the vanilla, uh-huh. and the other is the chocolate. Okay. And I got a uh, you know, a lower shelf whiskey that I like. Okay. Uh, just because I'm, if I'm ruining it, I don't want to spend a lot of money on such <laughs> things. Right? I'm experimenting here. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yes. Your low end whiskey is probably my very high end whiskey. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, um, it's a, you can get a big bottle of it for twenty bucks. You know, oh, okay, so that that sounds like what I would get. <laughs> it's been yeah. a while since I've gotten whiskey, but right, uh, a big bottle of a high end whiskey. You're looking at over a hundred dollars. Oh, I know. Oh, you could and, and up. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So, um, but you, you think about the way whiskey is made. Yeah. Do, do you know anything about whiskey or bourbon? Very little. So, um, whiskey and bourbon are very similar. Okay. Bourbon has a, a designation by the U.S. government. Yeah. There are, there are rules about what you can call bourbon. Yeah. And it's and people think that bourbon is whiskey made in Kentucky. That's not true. Okay. Uh, Kentucky has a lot of bourbon, but a bourbon is defined by the U.S. government. Okay. As a whiskey that's mash is over 50% corn. Okay. Um, it's been aged in a virgin oak barrel. Okay. For a year. So that barrel has never had anything else in it. Got it. Okay. Now, when they take a mash, a mash is you take corn... Yeah, um, and then maybe some some rye, uh-huh. uh, various grains. Yeah, and you you cook them to release the sugars. Okay, and if you were making beer, you would call that wort. Okay. Okay. W O R T, not like the warts on your your witch's nose. Gotcha. Um, that's W A R T. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is this is wort. Wort. Or if you're making a distilled liquor, it's a mash. Okay. And that has all those grain sugars in this liquid. Yeah. And then you uh, then you put it in the um, fermenter and you put yeast in there. Okay. The yeast converts the sugars into alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Now you have a beer. Okay. Um, and just like the beer I'm drinking, this beer ha- is dark in color because yeah. the the malt barley that they used, they roasted till it was dark. Just like coffee, if you, yeah. you have a dark roast, you, you roast the beans, you almost burn them so yeah. you get that bitter flavor. Uh-huh. Or a light roast, they just lightly roast them. That's the mm-hmm. difference in beer as well. Yeah. What they're, how they're roasting the grains. Oh, okay. Um, but with whiskey... Uh, once you take that that mash and you ferment it, yeah. then you distill the alcohol out. Okay. And then that alcohol goes in a barrel, uh-huh. and it's clear. Yeah. And it doesn't even have uh, any taste, really. Oh. And it goes in that, that and for it's going to be bourbon, it's going to okay. go into an oak barrel. Okay. And the oak barrel has been scorched in the inside. Okay. They burn the inside of the barrel. Okay. And that's because it brings the the sugars in the wood, it caramelizes and brings them it makes them accessible to the liquor. Gotcha. And then it sits in there in that barrel and it 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 absorbs yeah. the color. All the color of bourbon comes from the the burned barrel. Is that right? All the flavor profile comes from the burned barrel unless wow. they're adding things in there. Yeah. So you're taking distilled liquor depending on what what profile of grains. Remember bourbon has to be Fifty percent right. corn, but any whiskey could be a number of grains. Okay, Scotch. I think back in the day was made with peat. You know, peat. Moss oh wow. And, yeah. So, um, and there probably are still scotches made with peat, but uh, there are a whole different variety of grains, sure. which will affect the the flavor. Okay. Um, ultimately, yeah. but that that barrel, um, the kind of barrel it's put in. And how long it sits there yeah. is how dark in color and how rich in flavor okay. it's going to be. Yeah. 
And of course, the longer it sits there and the more color, the more flavor, the, yeah. uh, the, the harder it is on a distillery and the more it should cost and all that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so anyway, that's, that's a lot about whiskey, right? Yeah. Or, or bourbon, okay. which is a kind of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, there's there's uh, Scotch is a kind of whiskey made in Scotland, and then, okay. you know, there's Irish whiskey, and there's Tennessee whiskey, or wherever the whiskey's made, they'll just call it whiskey from that place. But okay. bourbon has this particular designation. So I took some bourbon, and now I've got chocolate uh, and vanilla. vanilla. Yeah. Okay. And it's and it's just going to sit there, yeah. and I'm going to sample them a week from now. Okay. And see what has happened to the flavor of that whiskey. Yeah. And I so hope to try some too. That th- this what sparks my interest in this is the uh, the endless options and the creativity. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can f- you can you find the right kind of profile, and you can make this amazing yeah. whiskey at twenty dollars a big bottle. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just the thing to get into, really. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I was I was gifted that, and then of course you get the right infusion, then you get the different smoke options. Yeah, 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 yeah. To to you know to oh multiply my, oh my all goodness. these endless it really is infinite. endless opportunities. You know, at Starbucks, I think there's like over eighty thousand ways to order now. Oh my goodness! Because if you have if you have eighty menu items and there's ten different ways to order it, and, yeah. and then there's a uh, uh, hundred different ways to order it, then you have all uh, the different yeah. shots to put in this or that. You know, yep. peppermint and caramel yep. and eight over eighty thousand options. It's wow. Yeah. So um, now I have eighty thousand options. Probably you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know how many options. It, I, have. Yeah. I have to do some math to figure out how many options I have. It's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. But it's uh, it's it's fun. It's interesting. So. There you go. That, that's what I got for my 50th. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, I hope my liver holds up. <laughs> <laughs> you seen that T-shirt that says, shut up, liver, you're fine? <laughs> no, but okay. <laughs> Maybe I should get one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. You got corrections, comments, questions, queries, complaints, or a great story? Look for the show notes for this episode on your podcasting app and find ways to join the conversation. Try to keep it clean, and if you do, we'll probably feature you in an upcoming episode. And hey, we're just two guys here. We're trying to build the Hopper community. That was a great episode, wasn't it? It sure was. It was so good that I threw up in my mouth just a little bit. That, that was good? Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, listen, it was good. So tell somebody about it. Tell them what you learned. Tell them how they can listen to it themselves. And if they, if you can't think of anyone who would enjoy this episode, you need to get out and make some more friends. All right, Dave, what's the lesson that we should take away from this week's episode? Never wear a European man panty or a wiener bikini or also known as a banana ham. Never do that. You have been emphasizing that a lot recently. Willie, are you listening to me? Don't ever, <laughs> ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>